I subjected myself to a month's worth of salads in the dead of winter. What was I thinking? Goodbye diets and hello sustainable health. I'm Elise, dietitian and nutritionist based in the Silicon Valley. I believe that we all deserve an effortless relationship with food without obsession. After more than a decade of dieting, binging, and everything in between, I want to help you heal and rediscover a healthy relationship with food. If you're a millennial looking for some food therapy, I'm here for you. Come with a glass of wine, we'll debunk wellness culture, hormone health, intuitive eating, and more. It's not about the food, ladies. Let's get to what you're really hungry for. Ever wonder what it would be like if you were at your goal weight or you met your body goals. I want to share with you my own personal experience as well as what I've learned through the years with my clients, what it's like when my clients are at their thinnest and what it was like when I was at my thinnest. So I hope this isn't triggering. Please feel free to turn this off. I'm going to share with you my clients and to conceal their identity, let's call them Claire and Amber. So Claire at her thinnest, she was momentarily happy looking in the mirror or wearing certain clothes. That was about 2% of her day. 98% of her day was spent in hunger, waiting for the next meal, and obsessing over the calories of the meals that she was eating and thinking about food. It was a time when her mental health was at an all-time low with extreme bouts of anxiety and the fear of weight gain. Now, Amber, on the other hand, when she was at her thinnest, she blew up on her boyfriend anytime a meal was near because she was so hungry and angry. Her hair was falling out. She lost her period for a few months. She dreamed about cake and she couldn't focus at work and she still wanted to be skinnier. So there were still body goals looming ahead. And lastly, me, back when I was in college 2014 I wrote in my journal this was winter of 2014 and I I lived in the bay area so winters could get quite chilly sometimes in the 40s so what I wrote that month this month I had 30 lunches worth of salad in the dead of winter my body felt cold my mind was too occupied by the cold to really formulate worthwhile thoughts and my spirit was damp and dreary So no, salads didn't really work this month. I'm not so sure that that month where every meal was a salad was doing any good to my mind, body, or spirit. I think that says a lot. This was at the peak of my thinness, I would say. And what did I do? I subjected myself to a month's worth of salads in the dead of winter. What was I thinking? First of all, I was already thin, so my body fat percentage was quite low. So I was cold to begin with, and then I add a salad. Anyways, safe to say, I don't personally love salads to this day. That was a scarring winter. (laughs) So fast forward. The stories I've shared with you thus far have been more of a negative experience with a low body weight. It's not all rosy when you get to your goal weight. And there, honestly, there is no goal weight. I remember talking to Claire and even at her thinnest, she wanted to be even thinner. And me, back in 2014, that month, I probably still had body goals. So it's tough to say that when we meet a goal, when we meet the goal, 
that we are happy and that there's not an even further goal. So that's the takeaway from these examples. And also know that my intention, my why for losing weight was very superficial. I wrote down a few of my motivators, why I wanted to be skinny. So here goes the few that I wrote down. I want to look good in class every day and look good for my friends. Graduation is coming up, so I want to look good for pictures. Summer is coming up. I want to look good in flimsy clothing. A few of my other motivators to be thin, I want to have confidence. I want to have less puffy cheeks. I want to have no excuse to look frumpy. I can look good and not be frumpy at all on a daily basis. I'm allowed to if I live in a thinner body. I will meet my future husband. (laughs) These are all things that I thought back in April of 2013. Those are my reasons. I wanted to look good for my friends, look good in the summer, find a husband. And, you know, some, some were valid, but most of the reasoning there was to impress others. So if I could go back in time, I would re-examine my why and think of better ways to take care of myself. So, you know, you're young once, YOLO. I mean, you got to be immature sometimes. And for my client, Claire, she was quite young as well in her college years. And so for her, it was to fit in with her friends. So I think for both of us, we wanted to fit in. We wanted to be perceived as attractive and cool. Deep down, it wasn't for my benefit to be thin. And for her, it wasn't as well. We just wanted to be perceived as cool. On the flip side of this, there is an example of a client where she reached her body goals without even realizing and she was doing great and felt great. Here is her story. The secret is it's focusing on how your body feels and taking care of it from a place of love. That's exactly what this client did. She didn't really focus on too much of her body during the process. Sure, in the beginning she had goals, but as she progressed, Each month of her journey, she realized that she really just wanted to focus on strength and energy, and that's exactly what she did. Let's call her Emily. She started her health journey, and she wanted to see what life would be like if she were stronger with more energy. So she focused on how her body felt and how it propelled her through the day. She had a list of daily habits that made her feel good, whether it be Pilates in the morning to energize her for the day or a walk around Central Park after work. She did all of this to feel good. And she realized that when she ate well, she also had more energy and better digestion. And so six months later, she looked down and she saw a slimmer waistline and a more toned body. And she didn't really even realize. She spent the entire time focusing on everything but her body. And that's so special. It's really coming from a place of self-care. She wanted to take care of her body. It wasn't to impress anyone or to be cool or attractive. She really wanted to take care of her body to the best of her ability. So the point here is it's completely possible to feel good about your body. The trick is not to put all the emphasis on your body because your body is not a problem to solve. The problem is not your body. Let's think about ways that you can take care of yourself and just feel better on a daily basis. That's truly the key. And that quote, what you focus on grows, so true. If you focus on your body, that focus grows and can become all-consuming. 
But if you diversify and you focus on energy and digestion and strength and endurance, those things grow. So so don't put all of your focus on the weight because at the end of the day, that's not going to fuel true happiness. True happiness is from all of the other things that just come along with it. So let those healthy habits be the fuel and let weight loss be the side effect. If you guys found value in this podcast episode, I would love it if you could screenshot this episode as you're listening to it and post it as a story on Instagram. You can tag me at craving.food.freedom. At the end of the week, I will pick one person who has subscribed, reviewed, and tagged me and I will offer them a free mini coaching session. You can talk about this exact topic or anything that comes to mind. I can help support you through your journey as well. So until next time, cheers, ladies.